Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another year of the My Love of Golf podcast. It is so good to be back. It's the 3rd of January. It's a date that always sticks out of me. You know why the 3rd of January sticks out for me? Well, it's a personal reason. It's the birthday of my son. Happy birthday to Lockie Flanagan, who got himself a job over the Christmas period with the A-League in football. Well done to you, son. Uh, Happy birthday. But it's great to be back for another year. Uh, I've got Mike, Magic Mike Caridi. Um, We've seen the outgoing period that we love at the end of the year, the Peak Cheese Week. I am I am full to the gook in uh, cheese. It's going to be good to catch up with Mike. He's been playing plenty of golf. I've been pretty busy. We're looking forward to a massive year. Let's bring Mike in. Magic Mike, how are you? Welcome back for uh, season, I don't know what season it is, but uh, the year 2023, <laughs> another year of the the wonderful podcastry that you and I uh, will be getting up to this year. How are you? I'm good, mate. Yeah. When you said season, you threw me. I'm like, what season I don't is know. it? I, I don't oh. know. You know, we're not one of these podcasts that have seasons. We'll be back for next season. Um, I don't know what yeah. season it is. It's summer and it's 2023 and it's a new year it and a, another year of podcasting. Um, so you're welcome. It is. I'm excellent. Yeah, I'm halfway through my uh, my little holiday post peak cheese week, peak cheese month, um, and yeah, been playing a bit of golf and looking forward to some more golf before I have to go back to work next week. Uh, it looks like you're still in Melbourne. I know you've got a little golf trip uh, planned just to round off your uh, couple of weeks off. Um, looks like a nice view. We'll, 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 if we make the video out of this, I'm not sure if we will or not. But uh, Mike's sitting in in a hotel somewhere. He's got the Melbourne skyline, the Yarra River as his backdrop. It looks absolutely magnificent as the sun's oversetting the buildings looking nice and blue in the background. Um, Mike, I just want to say I'm sorry for uh, the intro there where I sort of off the cuff led into a congratulations, happy birthday to my young fella and announcing that he's got himself a job. But in in reflection, it's somewhat significant to me. Obviously, proud dad, yes, when your young fella who's just turned 23 gets a job, not only a job but a job with the A-League. You know, he's dedicated so much of his time um, towards the sport of football. He studies that game innately. His knowledge is fantastic and put a microphone in his hand and a game of football and he will talk the hind legs off anyone. He calls goals for fun. He loves it. But the reason why it's so significant and I'm so proud is that you know, he basically helped the start of his career was the start of this podcast career. You know, he helped put this together. Yep. Without him starting this four years ago, this podcast wouldn't have been here. So to watch his journey go, and, and now he commentates on some of the guys that we know and like and trust and love, love playing golf with who play football for a profession. And um, so anyway, that's why I did that. And hey, good job, Lockie. Yeah. No, thanks. He's getting paid pretty well too. Um, so, yeah. Doesn't, that doesn't hurt. Well, for a young fellow, it's good. Um, hmm. What was I going to say? Uh, Mike... What, how was your Christmas? It was good. Very busy Christmas. Uh, running around all over with uh, my family and the wife's family spread all over Melbourne, which was, you know, it's a tiring time for a lot of people over Christmas. It's a good time getting to see family and bits and pieces and catching up sometimes with people that you haven't seen since the Christmas before. Um, but, yes, a lot, which was good. Um, straight back into the gym, I think, on the 27th. 
which was which was good. And um, yeah, then played a little bit of golf down the Mornington Peninsula, down your way. Um, yeah, and now back in Melbourne for a couple of days before I head off to um, a very very late organised trip to King Island for a couple of days. Mate, well, good on you for getting uh, a fair bit of golf in. It, uh, I'm embarrassed and apologise that I couldn't join you on any of that. I've just been uh, busy. Basically, with uh, all the work stuff that's going on, we know that there's uh, a whole heap of new products coming to the market. I've been lucky enough to have some of those in my hands um, and been making some video content for Drummer Golf on those new products. So if you like tuning into that sort of stuff, you know you can you know where to find that over the Drummer Golf YouTube. Uh, some good stuff coming from the brand. So I've been pretty busy and continue to be busy through all of January because there's a whole heap of new golf gear coming out. Um, it's it's just amazing this time of year that. You know, the Sandbelt Classic at Peninsula Kingswood, which I attended the day four of, um, it seems like it was a month ago, you know, like it was almost a month ago, nearly sort of month, you know, three yeah. weeks ago. And this period just goes so quickly. And, you know, here we are back into 2023. And um, talking about, you know, off, off screen, I guess you could say, talking about what the plans and goals are uh, for the podcast this year, we do know one thing that the PGA Tour season kicks off this week. It's the Tournament of Champions at... Is it at Kapalua? It is Plantation Course at Kapalua. Plantation um, Course at Kapalua. Yeah, sorry, go on. Still, still call the still call the champ, uh, Century Tournament of Champions. But two things are probably inaccurate about that. One is the bloke who won it last year's not there. That's Cam Smith. So the actual champion won't be there. Um, and they've changed the rules this year. So once upon a time, it was only you had to win a, a tournament in that previous twelve month calendar or the previous season to get into the event. And they've changed that up now so that if you've made the tour championship last year. So if you're in the final thirty in the FedEx, you get a you get a free shot in there as well. So there, there can be guys that have gone in that that didn't win the tournament last year that are in the event. So yeah, it's a bit little bit different this year, but yeah, they're looking looking to change things up ready for the next season. I think. Is it one of the? Did I read correctly that it's one of the elevated events when we talk about the um, changes to the PJ Tour for this year? It is an elevated event, yeah. Yeah, it is. I think it's a. Oh, I don't. Want to, I want to guess, but I'm going to guess. I think all the elevated events are sitting at a $20 million purse, so limited field, but, yeah, $20 million if, it, if it's one of the elevated events, yeah. And the big the big star of the PGA Tour, the number one pin-up boy of Pontevedra, uh, isn't playing. He's taken taken the month off, or he basically he doesn't come he back has. until he, he comes back to the DP World Tour. Um, that was a bit of a surprise yeah. that, that Rory's not, not joining, but, uh, yeah, his choice, he, he can do what he yeah, wants. Yeah, I think... No, he can, and I don't think in years gone by, I don't think it's been super um, different. I think there's certainly been guys that have skipped here and there. I think it's as much as it's for us, it's been that massive two, three weeks off since they've stopped playing golf. He had a really, really heavy workload towards the end of last season, uh, end of the year, and I think that it doesn't shock me that he's going to take a little bit more time. He certainly doesn't need the money, um, so he'll probably skip that Hawaii swing. Yeah, like you said, come back for the DP, and then. After that, he's probably ready to sort of head into head into Feb and go from there. Uh, busy, busy year for Rory. It's a Ryder Cup year, and uh, there's been a little bit of toing and froing, I guess, around Ryder Cup. You know, Matt Fitzpatrick came out and said, oh, "I'd be happy to room with Sergio uh, if um, you know those guys were allowed to play in the Ryder Cup." And yeah, yeah, I think Rory's made his case pretty clear that he doesn't wouldn't would rather not have anyone to do with. Uh, breakaway live golfers um playing in in the Ryder cup but you know yep. matt, matt, matt fitzpatrick uh fitz magic uh has come out and said well sergio can bunk with me uh thoughts on that i i'd, I'd bunk with sergio uh i think the only way sergio's 
going to be there if he gets selected as a captain because like I can't see him getting a team like even even on even if you somehow got his form on the Live World Tour and said right fold that in he certainly wouldn't make the top top fifteen I wouldn't have thought but if somehow they wanted to pick him as a captain's pick um oh, it doesn't worry me anymore I just don't yeah. care. I think that if if there's guys that are there that want to, I mean, the difference with the 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 Presidents Cup is the Presidents Cup is run by the PGA Tour, so they were never going to play any of the live guys in that. But the Ryder Cup's not not involved with the PGA Tour from an ownership perspective, so they won't get the overruling choice now. DP World Tour, I think, has got some fair skin in the game, so they might be able to get a bit of pressure from the the, uh, the overlords. But I don't know. No, I think that. If I look at the guys that are on that list, there's probably not many outside of DJ that I would think that should be playing Ryder Cup. But whether he gets in or not, not sure. And that's off top of my head. So if someone will correct me, there is anyone on the European team that I'm missing that's playing. Uh, but like Westwood, Pulta, yeah. Sergio, nah, I can't say. Captain, they should have been their captains. Wes, if if Pulta one, would have been a if great one of it. Well, if one one of them's goes, you probably just answered it. Yeah, if one of them's going to get picked, um, Poulter, Sergio, and Westwood, who would you take, Poulter? No, I'd take Westwood. Take yeah, Westwood. from from a playing perspective, yeah. I'd take Westy. Um, yeah, okay. If it was from a from a um, coaching point of view or a, a captain, I'd take Poulter. Okay, why would you take Westy? Yeah, I think I, I just think he's he's had better form, and with no numbers in front of me today, but I would say that off my brain, I think he's had a better probably eighteen months than the other two. From what his results look like, maybe Sergio's close enough, but no, I'd probably take Westy. Um, we've sort of, yeah, you know, sticking true to form. We've sort of started by saying that the PGA Tour's back. Um, you know, I was supposed to lead into the tips. The tipping competition, of course, is going to run again. It was very successful last year. We had almost oh, 70, 80, 90, 100 people towards yep. the end there tipping, um, which wasn't bad for something that we just thought we'd dip the toe in the water with. Uh, that's why I started to talk about the PGA Tour, which led into. Um, the Ryder Cup year, with Roy yeah. not being there, uh, it's a Ryder Cup year. Are you going to the Ryder Cup? Is that the plan? Uh, right now, the plan is up in the air, and that's only because we didn't get taken – well, sorry, I didn't get drawn out of the ballots. I didn't get any tickets, but um, Marketing Doc did. So we've got access currently to four tickets to the Thursday practice day. Four? But no tournament days. So right, right now we are needing to assess what we do. So – so that Realistically, happen? I'd happily go on that day mm. and then maybe the Saturday and I'd be comfortable with that. Two days, one tournament day of the three and and one practice day, which is the day when they do the presentations and stuff, like the opening ceremony. I, I'd, I'd be happy to go to that and one day, probably the Saturday, I think I'd choose over the Sunday. Um, but yeah, right now we don't have access and it's a bit sketchy on how they're doing the tickets and reselling. It pretty much says you cannot resell your tickets. So... Uh, don't know how it's going to work. I'm just. Gonna, I think we're just going to hold and see how it all shakes out in the next little bit. Because a lot of the a lot of the emails coming through are like, don't buy tickets off any of the reselling sites because if your name isn't on that ticket and doesn't match the ID at the gate, you're not getting in, sort of stuff. So I don't really fancy flying to Italy and spending a thousand dollars on a ticket to go and not getting in. Mamma mia! Uh, well, I have to tell you from experience, <laughs> it's one of the as a, in a as a golfer. And a golf fan, it's one of the most painful experiences is getting allocated those tickets, getting to the point where you have to actually buy them because then then you either lose them. So you lose the hedging of your bet to, to potentially go in the situation that you guys are in and then not be able to go. And that's what happened to me in 2014 for the Glen Eagles Ryder Cup, um, which is 
probably talked about this before, when I'd just taken over at uh, the golf store, Drama Golf Melbourne, and I remember having a meeting. I remember sitting down with my um, business partner and uh, who's also involved in Drama Golf and uh, said, you know, I'm pretty into this uh, because, you know, I've got tickets to three of the days of the Ryder Cup and I'm not going um, because I've just started here. And he said, oh, you know, we would have been fine. It would have been fine. You should have gone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what? Um, tell me that. Like, tell me that. Don't tell me that. Tell so, me that. Like when I got the tickets, so I didn't go. Um, but anyway, more to the point. So there's four tickets. So that, so I'm going to refer to him in the, in the Italian because it's in it's at Marco Simone, which is in in Rome. Um, the doctore, the doctor, the good doctor, who's yes. yeah the un, the unseen part of um, the mile of a golf crew. Yeah, the, do, the doctore. Um, so there's four tickets. Correct. So yeah. So you, the doctor, and then and then, who else? Oh, nobody. No, no. I think it was just one of those. Oh, we both did the same thing. We just put in for – I only put in for the tour days. He put in for a couple of other days as well. Um, and he got them and I didn't. So, um, But I think we just went for the max amount you were allowed to get, assuming there was a chance that someone would go. So I'm still a chance? Like I'm still a chance of filling one of the fours? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, there's, uh, I don't need too much incentive for a uh, for a golf uh, for a golf <laughs> Just shoot diddly. Uh, uh, anyway. No, that's it. Okay. No, I think it's it's it's, a, it's a, if I think it's one of those going to be one of those ones if it gets organised, um, there'll certainly be a spot because it's not easy to sign people up to fly to Italy for a golf tournament. Uh, could you imagine three of us, let alone four of us, in one of the hotel rooms in Rome? Like I know you, you've been to Rome, um, yeah. You know, unless it's luxury five star, which probably isn't going to happen. They're not very big. It'd, no, it'll be pretty pretty cozy. No, no. It would be. Yeah, we wouldn't be in one room. I'd be. There's no way three of us are fitting in one room. Um, we did all right. Yeah, bamboo, did right? We did. We, did yeah, we had two bedrooms. Oh, okay, two enough. bedrooms with two beds in each room. That, that'll work. Yeah. Okay. But um, you yeah, know, three, three, three singles in the one room. <laughs> that's not going to work. Ah, um, well, okay. Well, but yeah, who knows? We got time a, to think about it. There's a project. There's a there's a potential project. What what else is on the the run sheet for this year, Mike? Uh, you know, it would be easy just to roll over and just to reset and churn out the same. I don't think that that's where either of us are sort of thinking or heading. What's what's in your mind for the twenty twenty three season? Did you did did you see that? Um, it was on Instagram and the American commentary and the twenty twenty two season comes to an end. Did you did you no. just get bombarded with that on Instagram? No, everyone just, on, everyone just closing out last year, going, and with that, oh, the yeah. twenty-two season comes to an like that did my nut. Um, anyway, <laughs> the twenty twenty-three season. What's the plan? I think the plan is to just ensure that what the people want, they get. Mm -hmm. That's the honest answer. I think that if anyone's listening to this and they've got an idea, if they want to see, let us know because we're open. Uh, we're really going to start having a a proper think about how we make this work for the listeners and the viewers uh, and give people um, the content that they want because we really want to make this bigger. Uh, and so when it comes to things like if you want to see more videos and, you know, Rock, Rocket's going to be still coming and doing little bits and pieces. So if you've got stuff that you want Rocket to be chiming in with around the majors and things, Ross is, loves his cameras. So if you want to see some more stuff from from Ross with his videography or with its photography, um, let us know. Um, but there's stuff that you want to see week to week. Just let us know. But we want to make sure that this is regular. Um, the days you want to see it, we'll probably send out a question in to get some some ideas from the people. 
what days do you want to do you, do you want this to come out do you want them shorter do you want them more frequent um what works for you send us a dm and, and we'll get on to it because i think this year it's about just tightening up the process and getting this as big as we can so one day you know the, the no laying up guys have gone from callaway to Titleist. Maybe Callaway wants to start sending us places to play golf. Who knows? A couple of dozen Chrome Softs wouldn't go astray, let me tell you that. Mike's, Mike's going to Kate Wickham. It's probably not the last time he's going to go to Kate Wickham and Ocean Dunes this year. So uh, he's already no. um, confessed uh-huh. his fear of fear of brown snakes. So if anyone if anyone uh, of those Chrome Softs goes one foot into the rough, it's it. probably getting left there. Um, speaking, so was, there's one thing I there's one thing I did that when we went to Barnbuco was I got you to get me what. It was a dozen title, a dozen Callaway triple track fluorescent yellow golf balls. <laughs> I could find them easier in the scrub. So that sums up my confidence heading to these these Tasmanian golf courses. I, I told you I had a dream about snakes at uh, Cape Wickham last night when you told me you were going. I, I just literally they were everywhere in my dreams, and but that's reality. Um, speaking of Callaway, um, if you want to see the video of me putting the Callaway, new Callaway product to the test on, with the full swing kit launch monitor. I'm happy to publish that video because it was interesting to me. So it might be interesting to you. Let me know. Um, but the one thing uh, post-Christmas, it was great to hear you got straight back into the gym, what, on the 27th? Yep. 20, um, uh, done three sessions since Christmas. Yep. Yeah, well done. Um, I definitely have not got back into the gym. But what I do have here <laughs> is probably one of the greatest uh, T-shirts in the history of Travis Matthew. I wear a bit of Travis Matthew gear. Um, have a look at this T-shirt, Mike. It's so appropriate for this time of year for me. Have a look. And probably courtesy of Pete I can see Dad. Yeah. Look. Dad bod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I dug it out. It's a Travis Matthew T-shirt that says Dad bod on the front. It says uh, the unofficial sponsor of Dad bods, Travis Matthew. Um, <laughs> I thought that was so appropriate because the rig is not. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's in post-Christmas shape, put it that way. Um, you know what? You know, it's like that. It's that Tommy. I'll get back into it, son. I'll get back into it. Um, definitely will. Okay, so tipping competition. Now we've got a little bit of a yes. plan in how to kick that off for us this year. How to try and give some additional people some incentive. I posted a story there today, and a couple of people contacted me about, oh, what's the tipping competition? How does it work? How do I get involved? Excuse me while I cough. There we go. Return from cough. Um, and I thought, well, maybe. That's a good thing to put the prize, um, the yep. long drive prize from last year's Australian Open uh, Pro-Am Morning Field Long Drive winner, Ross Flanagan. Thank you very much. Um, the Titleist um, stand bag, stand bag. We'll, we'll put that to the winner, um, not the winner, excuse me again. <coughs> we'll put that to uh, as a little prize for everyone who is currently on board the Teeps of Tipping competition as at the start, which starts next week at the Sony Open. That's the first week Correct. that we'll be tipping. And right up until the uh, end of January. So if you are yep. involved and have made a tip and have the intention to continue tipping, you will be in the draw to win the Callaway Players 5, I think it is, um, standback from Titleist, the top of the range standback from Titleist. Uh, which is the prize that I won, um, and we're giving that away. So if you want to come in, you'll have a great chance of winning that. But if you're already in, well, you're going to go in the draw. So, you know, you'll have one at the moment, one in 100 chance. So hopefully it's one in, you know, a few more than 100. But, you know, we'd love to have you on board nonetheless. There is some prizes. 
if someone sponsors the tipping competition, they want to be part of that, well, we'd be more than happy to give away your products. We don't ask for anything in terms of monetary value, uh, you know, cash. It's just if you want to give some products away, we'd be happy to do that as part of the Teeps to Tipping competition because it goes out to a dedicated core group of people who are engaged in the PGA Tour and Magic Mike's Magic Tips. How is the spreadsheet looking, the data lake, the famous data lake that – uh, every time I talk to someone about the data lake and your prowess and savant-like behaviour, <laughs> they their ears prick up. They go, "Oh, how do yes. I, how do I get access to those?" Uh, I will post something in the Discord chat, which people can join for free as well. The My Love of Golf Discord chat. Um, but for this week, you mean for the um, Century Tournament of Champions? No, just well, you know, is it is there any work required to keep your fine-tuned skills of tippery going over the off-season? Yeah, you know, do, do you have to look no, at it? It's done. done for you? That was done. Yeah, all the work's done, ready to go for uh, for century. So I've I've loaded in all the data that I want to see. It's a it's a course that everyone's seen because it's the same been the same course for a long time since Stuart Appleby in three in a row, and I think Ogilvy won two in a row there. Um, it's it's the same sort of data that you want to be pulling in. It's a big wide open course, so you don't need to be the straightest hitter because you just punch it out there and hit it as long as you can. Big greens, um, you want to be accurate into them because the closer you are to the pin, the better you're going to go and you just need to be able to putt. So this this week's all about going low. So when I had a look at all that, it was pretty boring to be honest because all the favourites came up, you know, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, you know, great. Um, Sander Shoffley, probably the top three. Um, but the ones that I'm going to go with are the next ones down. Rockets boy, Max Homer. So Max Homer is going to be one of my picks this week, and the other one's going to be Tom Kim. Um, they're the guys that I'll be investing in. But yeah, I think it's a it's a funny week because yeah, everyone's coming off a little break. You don't know who's awake, who who isn't. Max has obviously just had a baby, so is he has he had sleep? Is he sounds like is he going to have newfound perspective? Is he going to be feeling at one with at one with himself and playing his best golf ever? Who knows? So. It's a week for light investments, but the data lake is pointing towards those guys. The other ones that are probably just outside that, Mac Hughes and Brian Harmon, maybe Tony Finau. No, it's not. It's not a big week for for betting, but yeah, the, all of the uh, all the data lake's been recharged. I had to remember how to turn the turn the uh, flux capacitor on and get it all sorted out and ready to go. So that was uh, that was that was what I did two days ago, which was good. There are more pivot tables, and uh, I'm not sure what other. Um, Excel spreadsheet language that you use to, you know, comp- yep, there's a lot of V lookups. There's V lookups going everywhere. Um, so well done. Okay. Well, that's great uh, because people do genuinely love your tips and uh, we're going to make a big thing of that. Mike, yep. it, Mike will definitely be more active on the My Love of Golf Twitter space uh, this year. Excuse me again. Yes, Twitter's been good. Twitter's been busy the last, uh, last couple of weeks. So if you want to see, if you don't follow us on Twitter and you are a Twitterati, um, jump on, uh, just a very simple, it's just like all our handles are at my love of golf. So jump on there. Um, Mike might get involved in posting a little bit more on the uh, Instagrams as well. So it just becomes more than just posting, hey, there's another episode or the occasional photo. So we might try and get a little bit more active on that as well. If <coughs> uh I'll, po- I'll post my snake bites and get people to help me figure out what snake it was that bit me over the next couple of days in King Island. <laughs> Ross is having a coughing attack, but he'll be back in a second, I think. <laughs> Based on current form, I might not see. <laughs> I might not see it to the uh, Sony Open. Um, but anyway, wish me luck. 
excuse me, I apologise, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, well, Mike will try and get, um, not more Mike, Mike will both get more involved in the Instagram and, and just try and be a little bit more engaging there. If you want to contribute to that, if you've got some videos that you want us to share, you think it's funny, share-worthy, um, note-worthy, compliment-worthy, you know, if someone does something great and you really want to highlight someone that you play with for doing something great and you think they deserve a little bit of my love of golf love, well, we will give them a absolute massive shout-out as well. Please, just send us, send us anything. We will share it and uh, we'll try and make the Instagram family a really part, engaging part of the My Love of Golf um, fraternity. Uh, uh, you know, there's, there's probably some trips on the card, Mike, and uh, some probably... Yep. other stuff that we'll get involved with and uh, be part of and um, yeah it's looking forward to having some fun and uh, absolutely hopefully getting but yeah next week. the biggest thing is just if anyone's got anything they want to see or see more see less of just let us know and we will send out a, a questionnaire and we'll have some more prizes to give away and the discord will obviously post the competition stuff in there as well but um, yeah we'll do some things to sort of hopefully drive it in the direction you guys want so let us know and of course, we will still have uh, the occasional interview. Now, that's one of the things that I love, and that's why my love of golf started. My love of golf isn't what about me. My love of golf is understanding what your love of golf is and the people that we get to talk to. We've already got a couple of interviews. Um, Mike and I interviewed someone just before the Christmas break. So, you know, that's some uh, not breaking news, but you, know, you will be interested to hear from this person because it is a new format of golf. Uh, you know, we've got Gary Lisbon coming on. We've got uh, who else have we got? We've got um, oh, I've just gone. Yeah, yeah, we've got plenty of other people coming on. I've got interviews that have already been done, so they're coming down, and we'll fit them in between when uh, Mark and I are on, when Rocket, Mark and I are on, or anyone that comes on. Yeah, we'll we'll just be churning out interesting love of golf content. Yeah. Yep. Um, Mark, peak cheese week. It was pretty strong. How 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 was the end of uh, season results for the uh, cheese business? It was good. It was good. I, I appreciate. I probably I probably had a, a dozen people um, DM me photos of them eating cheese. Scotty Carter and PK and a bunch of other people sending me photos of them buying cheese. Scott Carter in particular, firstly, wanted to abuse me because the Woolworths that he went to was out of stock of cheese, and then I had to point him in the direction of where I said it would be in the supermarket he was looking in the wrong spot and then he found it so he retracted his anger which was good and he went and bought that and some blue cheese i hope if you some of you took the took the uh tip to try some blue cheese with a little bit of honey on it um but no it was good it was good it was a really good christmas um, um i haven't heard the phone ring at all to to for anyone yelling at me so that must be think must mean things went pretty well what was that spi- good what was that spicy number that was in uh, my little pamper pack it would have been the Mersey Valley jalapeno, maybe, or uh, was it? It was, was definitely it, was it a cheddar. Uh, I think it was a cheddar. Yes, it was. Yeah, a, I reckon a it was firm, the a firmer cut, but it had a very yep, very with strong a, with a bite. green label. I think so. Yeah, that's the jalapeno. It's a ripper. That's wow. one of my favourites. It's got a it's got a real nice heat to it. Yeah, that was fantastic. And some new flavours of that one coming out in the next. Uh, Next 12 months too, which will be very, very good to see, but I can't tell you what they are. I did have a crack at the blue cheese. Um, my dad did send me a yep. note after last uh, podcast where we talked about the blue cheese, and yep. uh, he gave me his advice on what's to go, to go with. I think he might have said strawberries. I think he might have. I can't remember what, yep. he, what he said, but he's, I think yep. he said strawberries. 
Uh, no, heaps of people have strawberries or quince paste, something yeah. with a little bit of sweetness to it, for sure. I definitely went down with the uh, quince paste, um, but the brie, the double brie went down pretty well. It's pretty much all gone. Uh, so thanks. But um, <laughs> So who 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 sent the – so we've got a, a few people, so we promised sending uh, something out to the people that did post their pictures of them getting cheese, not only just picking up the King Island cheese, but picking it up out of Woolworth store because that's where Mike looks after. Um, so <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have to send you a list. I know I sent something out to PK, but yeah. It's uh, people. People were yeah sending me photos. It was quite funny, and that's that's the fun part of what we do. You know, it was so random. It's got nothing to do with golf, but you know what? And and Mike doesn't care if we talk about cheese or not. It doesn't mean no difference to anything that he does in the world of uh, his work. Um, maybe if you come to Drummer Golf uh, and buy some golf balls, it might help me a little way of paying a few bills. But no, <laughs> um, but Mike's cheese. <laughs> But people getting, people in the supermarkets picking up the cheese in the Woolworths supermarkets, sending us photos. It was great. Uh, it just shows the reason. It was good. And I, I was in the office too with the head of marketing for King Island. And I'm like, look at this. This is why you need to be sponsoring us. <laughs> look at these people getting in their hands in the fridge and buying our cheeses. It's fantastic. Uh, how was the response? Was it rolled eyes? Or was it like, oh, really? What What do you got? What, no, no, they're good. Uh, <laughs> Sponsorship from 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 that world is is not quite the levels I think that would need to be for us. So I need to figure that out. How we're going to make that work? But no, even if we can get some little trinkets to give away, it's it's better than nothing. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Put it that way. It was a lot of fun talking about cheese. Mm. And uh, I do have um, a peak week, a peak cheese week t shirt design uh, mocked up. So uh, we'll we'll get a couple of those made. Very good, Mike. Anything else that we haven't covered off? It was just a little starter, up, a bit of warmer upper episode for season twenty twenty three. Uh, anything else that we've missed out? Well, one thing is we we did have a winner in the in the draw for the for the New Year's Eve draw that we gave away. So we didn't. I know we announced it on the Instagrams and the socials. Of course, but, we um, had a of course, Dale Buller's one that won the sign hat and the kit. Yeah, big Dale Buller's. Oh, Dale, Craigie good Burn, job from Craigieburn. He entered a thousand Deep. times, so he had plenty of opportunities, and, <laughs> and he tagged in a whole stack of people, which he we did. really he really did. did appreciate. And uh, thank you. You get. A very rare B golf. Cameron Smith. Yep, hats on the way. Hats on the way and some other stuff. Yeah. Signed when he won the tournament at the PGA in Queensland. So, yeah, there's extra special sauce on that one for you. And uh, so, Mike yep. sent that out. I've got a couple of the bits and pieces from Titleist, which is obviously, you know, Cam's brand of uh, golfing choice. Uh, those other bits that were in that post there. Uh, we've got yep. the the bag to give away, and there's some other stuff. You know, basically anything that I that comes across my desk that is sort of gift worthy. Um, instead of me keeping, I don't need gifts. But if someone wants to give me a gift in the golf industry, I just repurpose that, and that will come back to you guys in terms of competitions, giveaways. So if you're one of my friends from the brands out there, and you want to give us something to give away, well, we will return that in favour back to the listeners of the podcast. Can't promise that that's going to happen all the time, but as I say. There's several hats over there, and we'll be just giving that stuff back out. And um, you know, if you've got anything you want to give away, we will give it away and um, and uh, help uh, you know give you a plug. Yeah, there you go, uh, Mike. The, while, the while, sorry, go on. While Dale's looking out in the mail this week for that package to come through, are you going to have your eyes on the mail? I'm going to have my eyes on the mail. Do you know why? Hmm. Did you hear what happened this week in Augusta, Georgia? Oh, you know <laughs> that was funny, Scott Starlings. Scott, Scott, Scott Stallings. Scott Stallings of Augusta, Georgia, not the PGA Tour player, just some bloke, got Scott Stallings from Augusta, Georgia's invitation to the Masters. Hmm. 
by rights, he could have just turned up and said, well, you invited me, so I'm here. I mean, that's what I would have done. Oh, me too. But he, he he reached out to him and gave it back, which is which is delightful. So no, that was very nice of him. No, it was, it was fair play to Scott Stallings, not the real Scott Stallings, the unofficial Scott Stallings, uh, to send a tweet out saying, or the DM that everyone, oh, a lot of people have read and says, you know, I play a bit of golf, but, you know, not quite, not quite as good as you, but um, yeah, probably you, not getting invited to the yeah, Masters. But you should have it, and uh, yeah, so good on you, Scott Stallings. Um, poor old Scott. There's no, there's, well, you're probably more of a chance to see a, a Ross Flanagan playing in the Masters than a Michael Caridi. Uh, so you're more of a chance to get the mix up than a, Nick Smith's actually. Doc Smith's yeah. probably the marketing doc at Nick Smith's a massive chance. Um, well, I know how stressed Scott Stallings. Would have been because I know how stressed Mrs. Mile of Golf gets when the uh, the H and M, the Dechuba, the whatever brand package hasn't turned up in the requisite amount of time. She starts pacing, looking for any van that put, pops up out the front. Uh, what's going on? She says, oh, "I'm waiting for something." Well, today there wasn't something. It was three packages. I, I just intercepted them straight. Thanks, mate. See you, mate. Is there any of these for me? Of course not, mate. Thanks. Bye. So I know the anticipation that uh, Scott Scorley's would have had for his master's invitation. Not God, for up. the master's, yeah. That's the one thing you want to that, – that, yeah. Anything that – and everything else can go missing except for that one. Um, well, good luck to you, Scott Stallings, in the master's this year now that you are official. Um, probably probably not going to feature in the tips, I wouldn't say. At the early, early, uh, early, do- early doors, not featuring. No, no. No, probably not. Um, no. But never know. You never, never know. Never know. Um, who, who, any other Aussies um, who, who who made it in from the Australian Brigade? Uh, Harrison Crow, as obviously the amateur, gets in. Yep. Did we, are we top 50 wise? Cam, We're a little bit. Cam still, get, Cam in, still gets in, yeah. obviously. Um, very, very kind. Herbie would, uh, very kind of Herbie the be um, in. Masters authorities to um, allow all golfers to be part of it. Yeah. I think that's at least for twelve. Well, for twelve months, it will. But I don't think they're going to have to make a decision. The only people that they're, that they're going to have to let in next year are the the, the previous winners, because everyone else will probably drop out. A previous winner or a, a major winner in the last five years will be the only ones that'll get in. Because I don't think any live player will be inside the top fifty after that. Yeah, to uh, get on, get in on that on that ruling. Um, but Min Wu should have got in. Herbie would have got in. Uh, Cam Davis would have been right around the mark, surely. Um, that's about it. I don't think Leash gets in. So when was it? It was at the end of uh, last year? December 31st, yeah. World Golf Rankings top 50. So yeah, I'd, I'd say Cam, Minwoo, Foxy, Herbie. Foxy's definitely in. Oh, Foxy. Foxy's definitely in, yeah. Uh, Scotty's definitely in. Adam Scott, of course, yep. Previous winner. I mean, we was right around the number. World Golf Ranking. Right? Yeah, um, week week 52. So this is at 25th of December. So this is... Yep. So Mark Leishman, 84. No. Cameron Davis, 71. Cameron Davis, congratulations. Oh. Cameron Davis, I got to see play at the uh, round four of the Sandbelt Classic. Uh, very, very impressive golfer. You know, clearly, um, you know, you can see why... He is a PGA Tour player. He was exceptional. And but in fairness, you know, there was a couple of other players in and around him that were very, very good. Dave Michalizzi continues, you know, his rise through the ranks. Um, you probably saw Dave Michalizzi drop his exhaust at the, uh, the Vic at the Australian Open last year. Well, you'll be pleased to know that uh, there is a new V8 Commodore in the car park. 
uh, down there. So he's picked, <laughs> he's picked, he spent some of his prize money from the various results and picked himself up a new V8. Uh, Herbie, uh, 60, uh, and Minwoo, 56. Really? Yeah. So I thought, I thought they were in. Louis Oosthausen was number 50 on the number and Kevin Nahr at 49. And, and uh, our boy, but we did get one in, the Moronk, the Polish the Polish uh, perfectionist, uh, Adrian Moronk. Yeah, I, I'm very surprised. I thought, um, yeah, there you go. I thought um, I thought those other guys would have been in for the Aussies. Uh, I thought they were in for sure, to be honest. No, I remember last year Herbie had to do well in that um, Ned Bank slash uh, end of the year Dubai uh, run to, yes. to lift that ranking. So he never never did. Uh, he did, I think he... He played okay, but he didn't didn't obviously do well enough to get his ranking up. Cameron Davis, yeah. No. There you go. Oh, hang on, here we go. I can tell you who's in. Oh, no, I can't. Don't know. Don't know. I, uh, yeah, I, I, maybe there's, other, I mean, there's other ways to get in, but that's normally, if you haven't won before, uh, that's normally the uh, the way that most of them get in is through that. The tournament champions, uh, but then again, if you finish like top 10 in a, Top ten in a um, the players' championship. Sometimes you'll get in things like that. I'm just quickly running my eye down the list now. Uh, can't see any Aussies coming up at the minute. But the guys that I'll be looking at this year, just for the early data lake stuff, the two guys that I've promised myself that I'll have some sort of shekel on this year in the majors will be Tony Finau and Cam Young. Okay, the two that I'll be watching this year to break out and win a major. We'll put those in your little uh, black books, in your f- notes, betting notes, in your phones, and wherever you keep your notes from uh, the word that comes from Mike, uh, because uh, that's his early predictions. You can hold him to those, and uh, and we'll see how he goes. But I'm sure that there'll be some other people that will flutter into view as the tournament season progresses. It's going to be interesting uh, this year. Obviously, with the new emphasis on the PGA Tour with these elevated events, some of those elevated events stretch across to some of the European events, the DP World Tour. The Asian Tour kicking off, there's a lot of money on the Asian Tour now. And, of course, we've got Live Golf, which comes to Australia in April. A lot of people that have come through my sphere of the golf world are very buoyant about going to Adelaide and and seeing that. So I know a lot of people that are making the trek across, men and women. I know some women that are going across as well. So that'll be interesting to see when that hits the shores. It'll be interesting to see who is making up the field across there. Blakey will still be refereeing. He'll be doing some Asian tour work, so we'll have access to him this year. There's plenty of good stuff happening at the Mile of Golf Podcast, and uh, we're looking forward to, to bringing it to you. Mike, uh, the back, you've Mike's now sitting against the window in his uh, apartment where he's waiting a departure to uh, King Island tomorrow. And uh, the cityscape looks magnificent in the backdrop there. The Yarra River's lit up. Uh, Melbourne, Great really, night. Yeah, Melbourne, beautiful night. Melbourne really does have a beautiful skyline in the city. Uh, but to wherever you are around the country or around the world, in the country, in the cities, uh, wherever you are, we wish you all the absolute health and happiness for 2023. Um, we've hoped this little quick podcast has got it off to a, a good start and we're happy to be back in your ears, as we said all the requests, please bring them to us and we'll do whatever we can to placate. Mike, anything else from you in closing? No, end of January, was it? Get the sign up or end of Feb for the tipping comp? No, I think January. I think, I think, I think uh, we'll make it fair Jan- on, the, on, yep. the, on the, the people that have been involved, but uh, give the opportunity for some new people to get involved in the Teepster tipping competition. If you want the link, it's in my 
that's in the podcast bio. So if you go to the Instagram page, you'll see it in the bio there. Just click that and all of the links are there that will we'll take you to- put it on socials. Yeah, we'll put it on socials. Uh, if you want it, just hit us up with a DM. Hit Mike on Twitter, me on Twitter, Mile of Golf on Twitter. Anywhere you can find either of us, just hit us up and we'll send you the link, which requires an invite. And it's an in, it's it's an invitational. Um, so you need to fill in the invite form and uh, join in and be part of the fun. Uh, be part of the fun and there's a lot of chat and banter that goes around the group especially in the discord group uh, that participate in the tipping um, and it will give you an elevated interest in the week in week out tournament golf sphere so if that's what it's going to take for you to keep your game sharp and keep on top of the t- tournament uh, goings on well jump on board the tipster tipping competition as I, it's not gambling, it's just tipping and it's one and done. So once you pick someone, you can't pick them again. So it really does make you think about your tips and your strategy around looking at the tournament, the places to play. And that's what Mike's here for. He is here to help you understand and make some suggestions. But you can go your own way, of course. You can go your own way like me and finish mid-pack. But there were plenty of people that uh, I wouldn't have thought might have finished up the top that really did fight it out right to the end. Some that took it very, very seriously, um, mind you. So um, very good. Mike, good luck at King Island. Have a great. Thanks, mate. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Looking forward to seeing the pictures, uh, the tweets, um, the snake pictures. Lots of pictures of snakes. No snakes. (laughs) No snakes. Steak? I'll send you a photo of my steak on Thursday night. No snakes. uh, Dodge the... um, Make sure you don't hit a turkey on the way up from Curry up through to Cape Wickham. The wallabies. The wallabies. The wallabies coming out of my ears. Yeah. It had been a while since I'd been to Cape yep. Wickham. There are more turkeys, wild turkeys. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. bush turkeys. Bush, bush turkeys and wallabies. When you get there, it's just a little bit of an insight for King Island because everyone always asks, how big is the town? The town's about 10, 10 shops. And when you get there, if you do get a high car like I do when I'm there, um, there'll be a, you know, dirty old, you know, whatever it is, ute out the back, ready to go. Um, and when you're done with it, you just leave it there, unlocked, fill it up, <laughs> just leave the keys on the dashboard or whatever. I can't go anywhere. No one no one on the island. So it's only about, there'd be under 2,000 people that live on the island. So yeah, everyone knows everybody. So get, the one thing you need to learn how to do is make sure you wave at every car that goes past in the opposite direction. I was just if you gonna, don't, you're in trouble. I, I was... <laughs> I nearly made I nearly made an enemy for uh, David, the king of King Island, <laughs> David David Mundy. Now David Mundy is a, is a client of, of ours at the store. Uh, David Mundy is actually on the Drum and Golf uh, ad, that great ad that Drum and Golf made a couple of years ago, showcasing golf all around Australia. When you see an older gentleman on King Island playing at Cape Wickham, uh, it's David Mundy. David Mundy was good enough to lend us his Nissan Ute to tow the Empower Golf. Um, uh, all abilities buggy up from the plane up to the golf course and I'm driving up there towing it and every car going past is waving and I used to do that on a motorcycle but it's been a long time so you get out of the habit I wasn't waving I was too busy concentrating keeping the road keeping the, the trailer on the road and and then I, was, I realized shivers people know this car because it's probably the only black <laughs> Nissan you know whatever model it was on the island and they know it's Dave Mundy's and they know an old bloke's driving it and not waving back and probably got to get the finger next time um but yeah yeah you, you, you have to wave you've got you have to, wave. to give the the one the one finger salute at worst off the <laughs> off the steering wheel not, not the not the middle finger salute just the just the index finger 
Thanks. We Morning, had a, afternoon. We had a great laugh. When I realised what was going on, we had a great laugh. And then I started to get a little bit over-ambitious. With, it became more than a one-finger salute. The hand came off the wheel. <laughs> it was a little bit of a thumbs-up and a two-finger point. Uh, we had a bit of fun yep. with it. Provided a bit of entertainment on the way up to Cape Wickham. So you're right, Mike. Um, local courtesies. I'm um, going to get a video of someone someone giving me the thing and I'll post it on the socials. <laughs> hey, if you are on King Island and you listen to this, um, I doubt there is. Uh, maybe Jigs Denby. Jigs, can you drive past Mike and give him the one finger salute on the way past? That's it. About uh, 8.30 on Thursday morning, I'll be heading up to Wickham from the airport. So if you see me, wave. I don't know what car I'll be in, but I'll be, I'll be driving. Oh, dear. Um, once again, it wouldn't be the model of a golf podcast if we didn't have some in-jokes, frivolities that we could joke with ourselves. And if you followed along, thank you. If you haven't followed along, um, we apologise. But uh, we, we made each other laugh, and that's, what, that's what's important. You have to laugh at yourself. If you can't laugh at yourself, then who can? Um, Mike, we'll see you next week on the My Love of Golf podcast. Thanks for joining.